Uh, well, all right, guys. Thank you all for coming. Um, I know I've said this a few times in emails and in introductions, but I really am excited about today. Uh, I'm excited. Oh, look. Uh, I'm excited about Ben talking about this topic. Uh, as I've said, this is an area where I, I think there are a lot of areas where I, as a dad, have gotten better over time. This is an area where I feel like I've gotten worse, or at least how bad I was at it has just been revealed as more kids and more of life have happened. Um, and so I, I really need this talk. I need, I need help in this area of patience and uh, long-suffering and understanding with my kids uh, as individuals. Um, and an understanding how God's love for me and his patience with me informs my patience with them. So uh, I'm super excited. Ben, like I've said, is a guy who I, I've watched kind of from a distance and watched situations where, like, I would want to shake my kids. Uh, I, sometimes I want to shake his kids. Um, but just seemingly, and maybe it's, maybe it's like the still duck on top of the pond with the legs going crazy underneath, but seemingly unflappable. Uh, watching a guy just consistently patient with his kids. Uh, I really admire it, and I'm really confused how he does it, so he's going to teach us now how to do that. So without further ado, please welcome Commander Ben Dansborg. So I was sitting there, I had a thought, and now I'm trying to remember it so I can share it with you guys at the appropriate time. Let's see. Probably go good right here. Let's see. I thought I'd written this down, but... Bear with me. It's going to be good. I'll tell you all when I'm about to tell you. And then he's like, oh, that was good. I'm glad you didn't forget it. Okay, let's, uh, let's pray before we get started, because uh, I, do, I do need help um, from the Lord. Lord, thank you for uh, bringing us together here this morning. Uh, Lord, as we uh, seek you, pursue you, Lord, we are seeking um, to hear from you, Lord, not me. Um, so speak through me, Lord. Uh, Lord, help us to see have a, a clear picture of you, Lord. Help us to have a better understanding of you, Lord, uh, to see you as our Father and to help us as fathers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, um, so we're going to talk about patience this morning. Um, and this is more, I guess, my, my experience or my testimony in the patience category. And this is not, uh, I wouldn't say this is my mastery of patience, um, more my, my my lack of patience and uh, me seeing how patience works because um, I lack patience. I'm trying to figure out how to work how it works. So uh, we'll look at a little bit about what the Bible has to say about patience. Um, we'll try to explore some application or kind of explanation of 
of these Bible passages, just see the different connections. Um, and then I'll try to share maybe some examples or you know, what that looks like to be, uh, to be a dad who is patient, to be a husband who is patient, just to be a person who is patient. Um, so patience sounds good on paper. We throw that word around a lot. But do we know what? Do we really know what that is? Seems like one of those things I can't really define or explain, but I know it when I see it. So I looked in the dictionary, of course, um, and I thought this was a great definition. Patience is the capacity to accept delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. And we'll talk about that a little bit more um, later, but all those pieces of that definition are necessary. And I'll explain further. Um, so what does the Bible say? Proverbs fourteen twenty nine: Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly. So take away from that, patience is not quick-tempered. Uh, Proverbs 16.32 says, Better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control, than one who takes a city. So patience is being compared to self-control here. So patience and self-control could almost be used interchangeably. So at this point, I've got a, I have this picture in my mind. Patience is like, like a table and the legs are kindness humility self-control and they are they hold they hold up they hold it up they they're integral integral to it so and really uh when I was putting this together, we came to, uh, we kind of started off in 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 and 5. And as I, the more and more I read that, um, that really, really did uh, validate that thought, I think. Um, so if you have a Bible, um, you can look at that or just listen. Listen along. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. Love is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. We'll stop there. So, this passage is talking about, uh, well, mentions patience, but... Um, if we're going to look at it and uh, try to learn about patience, um, I think we start to see a lot of uh, a lot of connections. Um, not arrogant. Uh, love is not arrogant. Patience is not arrogant. Another way to say that um, I would say is humility, humbleness. Patience is going to need humility. Um, if you think of someone or yourself, maybe just think about yourself, uh, who is arrogant, when, when, when you're being arrogant, 
are you, are you being patient? I don't think those things can coexist. Um, 1 Corinthians says, love is not irritable. Well, that's just a way, another way of saying love is patient. So if we uh, substitute some of these words and read again, I guess an alternate reading of uh, this passage, it's going to sound like love is patient and kind. Love is humble. Love is patient. So it's over and over again. Love, love is patient. And we're seeing um, these, these attributes of patience are, are coming up a lot here, the humility, um, the self-control. So just to repeat the furniture analogy, if patience is a three-legged stool, and uh, I, I got the three-legged stool thing from um, uh, an engineer I used to work with. He's talking about putting together, uh, putting together drawing. Um, his drawing has to be right, reviewable, and reproducible. And if you don't have any of those things, then your drawing is, is not a good drawing. So patience, three-legged stool, it needs kindness, humility, and self-control. Without any of these, the stool falls over. And just to kind of think through that a little further, um, think, about, think about the person you're interacting with. Think about your child. If, if we're speaking to them, but we're not speaking with kindness, or we're not speaking with humility, and we're not using self-control, um, they're not, they're not going to feel like you're being patient with them. So you kind of, you need to be three for three. <laughs> um, next thought. If I'm going to serve someone or serve a need, help someone, um, I'm going to need to do it patiently. Again, I don't, I don't do that um, with resentfulness, or I don't do that in an irritable way. Um, we have many opportunities when our kids need help, just whether that's correction or help at dinner time. Um, I know at my house, I've got a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-year-old, and some food is going to wind up in somebody's lap at some point. Um, somebody's going to be screaming for a napkin, and I, I don't. It doesn't help if I yell back about the napkin or um, get irritated about the food on the floor because uh, there's just the that kid just does not have the motor skills to get the spoon to their mouth. Um, the six-year-old's doing pretty good now. So if you've got, <laughs> if you got a two and a four, um, have hope. Uh, it, it's, it's around the corner. Um, but but these opportunities need to be need to be met with patience. Um, and uh, so I told you uh, the thought that I uh, wanted to make sure I shared. Here it comes. Um, we're not we're not patient when everything's going smooth. Um, 
we're patient when when things are getting rough. So when somebody somebody knocks over their drink and there's water all over the floor, there's that's a good opportunity to be patient. Um, when uh, when your two year old wants to fill up her sippy cup from the water dispenser on the refrigerator, but doesn't take the lid off, it's a good opportunity. Good opportunity to be patient. Um, and again, back to our definition there, um, it's it's the we're looking at the ability, the capacity to accept these things to accept a bad situation without without getting angry or upset. So if we look at that definition again, if the, the delay, the trouble, the suffering, if those aren't in there, then it's it's not then it's not patience. It's not really by definition there's there's a challenge. So how do we do patience? How do we, how do we walk that out? Um, we talked about, uh, talked about humility a little bit. I mentioned humility. I think you want to, I think that has to be at the forefront. Um, I know personally, um, I'll, I'll get in modes sometimes where I think I deserve something and that's when my humility starts to shrink and then arrogance grows and then I'm going to get impatient. So say I go to a restaurant and the food's taking just way too long to come out. Um, I'm probably going to be getting impatient. Uh, but that's because I think well, I deserve to you know, come in here and uh, they should start cooking my food as as soon as I tell them what I want, um, doesn't always work like that. It's even worse with kids, probably. Um, so, um, speaking of kids, uh, I had another thought. Uh, do I deserve? Do I deserve the respect and obedience of my children? And I think this is a tricky one, and it's probably something that we. Um, just are challenged with on probably a daily basis. Um, so my kids, they're they're commanded to honor and obey me. The Bible says, "Children, honor honor and obey your parents, and it will go well for you." Um, and then I'm responsible for teaching them to honor and obey. I'm responsible for correction and discipline. But I feel like there's a there's a slight uh, conflict of interest there, maybe, and my judgment can get clouded uh, because if I'm looking at deserving of that honor and respect, I'm not really deserving of that honor and respect because um, I'm I'm not a perfect individual. None of us are, and when I start to when I start to go down the path of that deserving, then my humility is going to start, again, start to shrink. Um, I'm going to, I'll take their sin personally, or maybe it's not even their sin. It's just mistakes. Um, 
They'll make a mistake. Again, they'll spill some food, drop something, break something. I'll take it personally, and then I start to, I start to react, re- retaliate. And none of those are good things. And I think, some, I think a lot of that could come out of just me thinking that I deserve things that I, I don't necessarily deserve. So when, I'm a, when I am being impatient, I need to ask myself why. I'm being impatient. I may find that I'm being impatient because there's a conflict between the thing that is happening and the thing that I want. Um, One of my children needs correction or discipline in the middle of dinner. Um, is, Is me enjoying my dinner more important than showing my child what patience looks like and training my child in a loving way that communicates God's character. So if we have to stop in the middle of dinner and uh, in our house, uh, if there's uh, some correction or some discipline, we try to do it individually. So that means go to your room. So I'm getting up, I'm going in the room, and I'm having a conversation. And it's, it's, uh, it it's, it's going to take some effort. Um, I'm going to want to put some effort into that conversation. But I'm probably going to have to go microwave my taco soup because, again, we're, we're taking time away from that to go address what needs to be addressed. But it needs to be done with patience. It's, it's not, okay, I've just, I had a long day and I just want to eat my dinner and I can't believe we're, you know, I have to explain this to you again. Um, it's that, that just, that's going to jumble up our motives. It's going to, it's not going to help me. It's challenging enough explaining, explaining to, uh, my six year old why he shouldn't be doing what he's doing and trying to point him to the Lord and trying to you know give him a worldview of God without me being angry or resentful or something about that. So it's a worthy worthy pursuit. Um I think there's a little little piece of uh idolatry there too. Um and what I mean by that is when we make something more important than it should be, even a good thing, and that is idolatry. So we can have lots of stuff going in on our, going on in our lives um but if we are Holding on that, holding on to that, too tightly, um, in in an idolatrous way, then that's going to that's going to make it hard for us to be patient. Um, so another another thought, uh, kind of along the same lines. There, um, we want to be we want to be modeling patience, uh, primarily at home. Um, so we're being patient with our wife, being patient with our children, because um, we're showing them, uh, we're we're, kind of, we're training them. What we do, you know, our actions speak louder than our words. Uh, what we do is going to say a lot to them. Uh, they, uh, our kids, don't really have. I mean, 
don't have the capability. We don't need to be expecting them to have, you know, the, the self-control and the, again, fine motor skills, things like that. Um, but they're going to learn by watching us, and they're going to learn patience and self-control by watching us. Um, kind of like, uh, well, going back to the, the responsibility we have to teach them, this is probably an area uh, where if I'm trying to teach my six-year-old to, to be patient and have self-control, I can, like they say, lead a horse to water, but I can't make him drink. But what, what I can do is show him patience and be patient with him. Um, you know, we're not called, well, the uh, Bible tells us, you know, do not provoke your children to anger. Um, I think that's that's very applicable here. So we want to be showing them how to be patient and practice self-control. <clears throat> um, we, we don't want to provoke our children by our rudeness or our irritability. And uh, here it is again. Uh, we, we don't need to be patient just when our kids are behaving well. But by definition, we need to be patient in the challenging moments. So um, one other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, expectations. Um, So having realistic expectations for what our children are capable of. Realistic expectations are going to set you up for patience, set yourself up for a win. Unrealistic expectations are going to set you up for disappointment, frustration, just impatience in general. Um, Unrealistic expectations Maybe this is redundant, but there's expectations that cannot be met. It's like unachievable. Um, so that's that's a challenge. Um, my wife and I constantly have uh, this conversation uh, about you know what what are our kids what what are they capable of what what how much self control are are they capable of and it's it's a judgment call. Uh, it's, it's, it's always just a judgment call on answering that question. Uh, but I think it's something we have to consider um, because we can't, we're not trying to hold our kids accountable of something that they can't do. Um, and I think just thinking through those things will help me be more patient. Um, example of that, um, when we had our first child, uh, my wife's reading a book about sleep, and one of the one idea this book had was that kids or infants just don't know how to sleep. They don't know how to close their eyes and settle down and just, well, you know, take a deep breath. They it's it's weird, but they just don't they don't know how to do it. They get too excited, or it's just they're young and they don't have the practice. Um, I, on the other hand, I'm 
uh, not to brag, but I'm pretty good at going to sleep. Um, <laughs> I, could, I would be the first one, well, no, I'd be the first one to sleep on most nights, but uh, not for reasons you can guess, that's not possible. Um, but something as simple as going to sleep, um, they need help with that. And then, I mean, and then that's the, you know, Hopefully, just the first year. Um, <laughs> um, I know we've had some some bumps there, uh, but you know that's that's the first year of life. The next year of life is well, it might be something different. Um, well, it's going to be something different, uh, and then the next year after that, it's going to be something different. They're going to have something they need help with. So that's um, it's like how to put your shoes on, or how to ask for more French fries politely not just scream french fries or point at your plate and growl. Or, uh, does anybody else's kids do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it makes me think about um, just, again, realistic expectations. It makes me think about my kids' priorities versus my priorities as as an adult in my, my current station in life are pretty different. My kids get excited about a colorful piece of paper. Um, they'll fight over a colorful piece of paper. Uh, but if I if I think about it, if I'm honest and uh, think about what I was like, even uh, we'll just say as a ten year old, what were my priorities? What were my Desires. What were my goals? Um, and in my 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 two, my four, my six year old, they're not even at that level yet. So we're we're helping them get from point A to point B. Um, so just like you know, you help a newborn baby help them go to sleep, and as you did that, you learned some tricks. Hopefully, you did. Um, We'll, we we need to kind of take a take a similar approach, I think, um, with each each come each new challenge. So we are we are teachers and mentors, and an impatient teacher or mentor will not be remembered as helpful. It's not it's not the guy that. Um, not the guy you want to learn from. Um, and, you know, I love my kids, and I want to be a father to them in every sense of that word. I want to be, you know, there to help them, there to guide them. Um, but the, that's going to that's gonna take patience on my part. Um, and it's going to flourish, I think, if I'm, if I'm walking that out. If I'm if I'm being patient, so uh, you know we talk about modeling patience, modeling self-control, and uh, our you know kids' ability. Uh, I think we do have to remember we have the ability by the Holy Spirit to produce fruit of the Spirit. That's kindness, gentleness, self-control, patience. Um, our kids 
probably don't, or uh, if they are, they are believers, uh, depending on you know, the different ages of your kids, even if they have accepted Christ, they're going to be young in their walk. Um, so we definitely have a, we've got more abilities than they do, and so we should take that into account. So just a couple things that uh, a couple of things that might look like for us to model that patience, um, just not not reacting, not reacting emotionally. My wife says this is my my secret superpower. Um, maybe maybe to a bit of a fault, um, but just. Not yelling, not not reacting in anger. I mean, I I do catch myself raising my voice, and that's that's not being patient. Um, harsh, harsh answer is not is not patience. Um, just in our responses to our kids, it's kind of tough because uh, like dad jokes one hundred and one is sarcasm, and sarcasm doesn't. Uh, doesn't work with kids. A, they don't get it. <laughs> and B, uh, if you're too good at it, it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be uh, <laughs> it's going to be that harsh answer, and uh, so that's a that's a fine line to walk. So, as much as uh, I pride myself on the dad jokes, um, got to cool it maybe a little bit sometimes there. Um, thinking through thinking through discipline. Uh, Situation happens, and we need to uh, discipline our children. Um, there's decisions to be made in that moment. Um, don't don't try to just shoot from the hip. Um, you know, think about that. You know, like okay, I have to. Um, you know, think through consequences. Think through what happened. Am I being patient? Um, Try to try to check yourself there. So, I know that's probably there's a lot there. Um, I think we talked a lot about uh, you know things that we should be doing, things that our kids uh, things that our kids are doing, and some of those um, kind of some aspects of that. Uh, but it's not. Uh, that's not the complete picture. That's not all there is to this. So when we ask ourselves, how do we do this? Um, we can totally look to God as our example. God is the inventor of patience. Jesus Christ is the, the epitome of humility. Um, And so if we're looking if we're looking to him then we'll we'll be getting a better picture of patience um and I think a better picture of ourselves too if I have an accurate picture of God if I'm spending time getting around God then I'm going to have a better view of myself and my humility is going to be in a better place and so that's that's plus one for my patience. 
as we, we kind of talked about earlier, humility is an important component. Um, we're going to have, if, if we're spending time with the Lord, we're going to have healthy humility because we see that he's big and we're small, but that's how it should be. I think another thing we can receive from God is an understanding of how patient he is with us or and has been. Um, this would be similar to uh, the passage in Luke chapter 7. So Luke seven forty seven says... Um, therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. And I think that's the, the same for patience. If we realize that God has been very patient with us, then that should, that should affect how patient we are across the board. So how patient... How patient is God with us? Isaiah, Isaiah says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish. So God is patient and gentle with the weakest and the worst of me. So I think we have to continually just kind of continually update our understanding of God and our view of God no, that is what God is like God is God is patient he is kind he is loving um, towards me I should be you know I should be the same way towards my fellow man my wife my kids um, I don't have you know any any credentials, any accomplishments that give me license to not not be patient, not be kind. So, um, close with this and just another another picture of God's patience. And uh, I think you could find many many verses uh, to the same tune. So I'd encourage you to. Start, start looking for that in your Bible reading. Um, but I'll close with this. Psalm 103.8. Um, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, which is another way of saying patient, and abounding in love.